Hi there, I am Rendy Cherney, the host of the Source Snack Break from Source. <laughs> Every Monday through Thursday, we take 20 minutes to cover hot topics in the commercial architecture and design world, including new product releases, designer stories, industry leaders, and the impact of design. If you're tuning in live, know that you're all muted automatically, but you can use the chat feature to ask questions. You can also find a video recording on demand at tothesource.com or subscribe to the audio on Apple or Spotify podcast by searching Source Snack Break. Today is our first in our new series of snack breaks, and it is Monday, August 31st. We're having some fun technical difficulties over here, but we're working <laughs> through them. Um, we are discussing one of our bespoke products, or one of our local products here with our guest, Maddie, from Caragreen. Maddie, how's it going? Hi, yes, we are definitely experiencing some lovely technical difficulties. My camera was, um, except for when I need it. Um, so I apologize if um, we don't get to um, the ability to see my face or see any samples. But of course, you know, at the end, if you guys ever want samples uh, later on, I can get those too so you can see them. But awesome. yes, we love technical difficulties. Don't we're we, powering through. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, so before we get started, can you tell us a little bit about you um, and Caragreen as a company before we start talking Paperstone? Yeah, sure thing. Um, so I've been with Caragreen for about three years. Um, I am the director of sales enablement. Um, I did start off as our DC sales manager. Um, the Care Green itself, if you guys aren't familiar, is a healthy products distributor. Um, so we're continuously filtering through and stocking the numerous options out there on the green products marketplace. Um, essentially, we look to simplify product selection um, and be a resource for education and information. So we have different CE topics on, you know, fit well and lead and well, as well as different trends and biofilled design, et cetera. Um, but yeah, we, we have a product range from solid surface materials to acoustics to flooring um, and more, you know, um, biophilic um, materials like organoids. So yeah, I'm happy I'm going to be talking about paper stone today, which is something near and dear to my heart. I love this product. Um, but yeah. Awesome. Cool. So yeah, let's get into it. Let's talk Paperstone. It is a really cool product. Can you tell us what, first of all, what it's made out of? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, it's a product made of 100% recycled uh, brown paper. And then um, Paperstone has developed their own proprietary uh, petro-free petro resin. Um, nice. So basically, yeah, that's that's the simple ingredients. They are heated and compressed together. Um, actually, layers of paper are compressed down together, um, which is a really cool process. Um, and then, yes, the proprietary resin. But it's really interesting that the resin is petroleum-free. That's a pretty big deal. It's a big deal. And also, um, I mean, it makes it a tremendous material for... Um, all different applications, so from your education to healthcare to even, you know, um, even small pieces like signage. It's a great product, and because of that resin, it's completely durable, mm -hmm. but it keeps its warm aesthetic. Yeah, and it is my understanding that this is made here in our neck of the woods, here in the Pacific Northwest. Is that correct? Yes, it is USA made, which is something that we take pride of. Um, we love our USA made products because you are eliminating, you know, the 
um, lead times. We can do a lot more, uh, you know, custom sizes. We can um, basically help you achieve different lead credits if they have to be a product from a certain distance. Um, and then we stock it. We do stock it um, over in our uh, North Carolina warehouse, which is where we're based. Nice. And I know we said this briefly, but I, I do want to come back to it. It is um, 100% post-consumer recycled paper, which means it is paper that is coming, being diverted from the landfill. Do you know what kind of paper it is that they're using? You said it was brown paper? It's recycled brown paper, correct. Nice. So mm -hmm. is that like all of our paper bags that we get at the grocery store and stuff like that? I would assume so. I don't know, to be honest, exactly where they source it, but, you know, kind of thinking what that material would look like in our consumer industry would probably be the recycled, um, you know, our, you know, grocery bags or brown paper bags or your kid's lunch bag. Yeah, that's so cool. I love it. So let's talk a little bit about the durability of the product and what it looks like. What are some applications, like apart from just being a countertop in your, your home or a kitchen space or a break room, where else can designers use this product? Yeah. Um, so one thing just to mention that's great about, and this, this goes into the different applications. So paper stone, um, the material acts like, you know, a dense hardwood. So it's standard millworking, mm -hmm. which allows you to go beyond your counters and do things like cabinets, uh, room dividers, partitions, um, you know, interior decorative panels. Um, and then, you know, we have had unique, pro uh, unique, you know, more Etsy, even um, sellers use it for jewelry pieces oh, and wow. knife handles and things like that, which it's just amazing what you can do um, with it. But I love this image that you that you um, picked for this because we do have it in different laboratories, um, which just shows um, that it, it can withstand all that we have a whole list of chemicals that it can withstand. Um, it's uh, SCFA three standard, I believe. Mm. Um, so we have a, a long list, which, you know, especially now where we're using harsher chemicals or cleaning agents, you're not going to have to worry about any, any of those cleaning agents stripping away the quality of the product. Got it. And it also says here that it is scratch resistant. How mm -hmm. scratch resistant is it? Like, could we use it? Could we use our, you know, do our cutting on there or like, what? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, we actually, um, and if any of you are interested, we actually have cutting boards that we have available in our oh, warehouse that we awesome. give out to people. And I have one myself, too. Um, but, yeah, you can cut directly on top of this surface. If you ever do get, like, a deep um, scratch in it, um, the best thing about it is that you just sand the top layer Um so it's it's this through body material so it's the same layer below so like i said if any deep like chunk or whatever like mm -hmm. i don't know what would happen in your <laughs> kitchen but you know sometimes like me i'm not the best in the kitchen something may happen um and a homeowner can or you know a property owner can easily finish that themselves um but we do have a couple different finishes. So um, if you use, um, so that would be more in the case of like a matte look where mm -hmm. it doesn't have the Osmo oil on top of it. But if you wanted a sheen, um, like a, a more glossy look, you would use the Osmo oil on top. But regardless, it's scratch resistant, stain resistant. Um, you can put a boiling pot of water and it's not going to boil wow. the surface or discolor it. Mm -hmm. That's great. 
Um, and so because it is a through body um, material, how should a designer handle the edge of this material? Yeah. Do they need to edge it with anything or can they just tell the fabricator, um, you know, create a different, you know, beveled edge or whatever it is they're looking for and off they go? Yeah, um, the latter there. Um, so it does come with an unfinished edge when we ship it out to um, the installer. So it would be, um, I wish I could show you right now if my camera wasn't <laughs> the pain in my butt. Um, a part of my French there, I won't say anything inappropriate. But um, so there's layers and layers of paper. And I, I love the unfinished edge because it just shows the story of the material. But if that's not your customer's look or not what you wanted to achieve, um, you could do a built or a mitered edge. You would just specify to your um, mill worker which one you wanted, but that's easily done. Got it. Um, so let's talk a little bit about, um, it says that you can use this outside. How have you seen designers <laughs> use this outside? I have seen, and I've personally seen this, um, I've seen a lot of outdoor bars, oh, um, like rooftop fun. bars, and there was one out in um, Baltimore on the top of a hotel, and they used that. Um, and, and so it's it's not limited just to the bars. I've seen it around, you know, um, different, like, uh, fireplace, like, you know, uh, fire pits and different seating, um, which has been a little bit more on the residential side, but, um, definitely the bar counters. I think that's one of the nicest places that you can put it outside. Um, and then different, but we have different benching benches that we've seen too, that have been created with this. Awesome. Um, yeah. And, um, that gets into, I mean, because it's made with pigments versus a dye. So the pigments are just going to be naturally more resistant to any UV rays, um, which will, I mean, if you think about like a bright yellow t-shirt versus, uh, I like to use the comparison of somebody's tattoo and just think about how long it takes for pigments to fade over time versus, you know, a natural dye outside, which can take a matter of a few days. Mm -hmm. That's super cool. Um, when a designer is specifying paper stone, um, you said it comes in this sort of natural matte um, sort of finish. Can you describe mm -hmm. it a little bit and what a designer should do to achieve either the matte or the glossy look and how easy that is or if it affects the price at all? No, no problem with the pricing. It doesn't change it. Um, like I said, that's kind of based on your preference. If you wanted the glossy look, you would take like an Osmo oil or beeswax um, and just the installer would just apply that onto the top after, you know, installing it where it needed to go and you would have that glossier look. And then um, it comes with the matte finish. So you wouldn't have to do anything there if that's the look that you wanted. But if you had the glossy look and wanted a matte look after, you know, five years, um, like I said, just sand down to the next layer and it's, um, it's going to be the same exact thing. Wow. Um, just a matte look. Mm -hmm. That's great. I do find that the yeah. matte look is, especially for countertops right now, more and more products are releasing matte finishes. So it seems like you guys are ahead of the game a little bit in having like the matte <laughs> standard. Um, I don't know if designers, you're seeing that as well, but we are definitely getting a lot more requests for matte finish, um, especially when it comes to sort of fingerprinting. Is that an issue with this matte finish or are fingerprints okay? 
Um, I mean, fingerprints are going to naturally happen, mm -hmm. um, but it's easily cleaned. Um, it, it, I would probably recommend a lighter color if it's someplace that's going to have more traffic versus like a dark color where, you know, fingerprints are going to show up a little bit easier. Mm -hmm. um, so that's really the only case. But like I said, it's if it's easily cleaned on top of the surface just to get rid of those fingerprints. But yeah, I mean, the matte look... Um, in my, it, for my preference too, I think it's, it just creates kind of a different look. Um, it's warm and inviting and, um, especially for, you know, I, I think of the spaces that you want to create that sense of comfort, like kitchen spaces, share kitchen spaces or a break room of some sort. That's, that's a really ideal, um, look to achieve yeah it really does the matte finish plus the richness of the color i find um really does create a striking sort of look it doesn't look like anything else in the spaces i've been in that had paper stone it is definitely something that people are drawn to naturally like they naturally want to touch it they naturally mm -hmm. want to sort of be around it which i think is very cool and not really a look you can achieve with um other types of materials for countertops so if you're looking for something that will create a kind of a wow factor as well as being super sustainable i think this is a super interesting option and i have seen people really react to it in the field right yeah um before we talk about um using it vertically can you chat a little bit about like does it come in a standard size how can a designer like is it basically like specking a regular countertop you just do a countertop layout you you send it to a fabricator all that good stuff or there are things that designers should know in terms of like it comes in this specific size here's how you work mm -hmm. with it mm -hmm. um so there's there's not going to be any changes to, um on how you would work with it but we do have the designer and standard colors, which have different thicknesses and um slab sizes available um but typically the thickness runs from an eighth of an inch to an inch and a quarter Oh, wow. So, um, yeah, so I, you get, if you ever receive a box, you'll get samples of the thinnest eighth inch and then um, an inch and a quarter thickness, which is, it's just a, it's a, it's a big slab of <laughs> sample. Um, but you would specify, um, you know, the thickness and then our, our widths are, um, you know, about a 30 to, um, like a 30 uh, by 60, like to 60 okay. inch width. Um, and then lengths will lengths will vary, so it's kind of all because we want to help you consider your yield and and getting you exactly what you need instead of just one standard size and having to play around with that. Yeah, if a designer if a designer has a client who's really into that super super thin look, can they use eighth of an inch on a countertop, or is that better suited for a vertical surface? I would probably recommend for a vertical surface. Um, uh, yeah, definitely just for for the option to do like a ventilated facade or something like that, you would want to use the thin material, but I, I, I wouldn't probably recommend for a countertop. No, I think that would be much too thin. thin. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so when it comes to using paper stone for something that's not a countertop, um, you've listed here bathroom partitions, cladding, cabinetry. Um, how have you seen designers use this and how can they put it in their spec, I guess, when working with like a totally new type of material that maybe their contractor hasn't seen before. Um, mm -hmm. What should they do? Yeah, I mean, um, it, the interesting thing about paper stone is it's kind of 
like there's it doesn't fit into one specific category um but it like i had mentioned it is that standard mill working so i hmm. i don't feel any time that i've discussed with you know um gcs or any mill workers the product um and i've explained the fabrication process and they're like oh i don't need anything special you're like yeah it's actually really super duper easy to work with um and we're always happy to walk them through that process because we know that sometimes when somebody sees healthy or uh like a sustainable material they're like oh boy what am i getting myself into here um this is a totally non-intimidating product to work with so um as for specifications i mean we consider it i mean a modern surface so i I don't know if there is I, i don't look at specs too much anymore but um if that's within the category it's just the surfacing or yeah um so it's super uh, easy. You know, if a mill worker knows how yeah. to use it, then you can use it pretty frequently is what I Oh, understand. gosh, yeah. 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 Sweet. I love it. Mm-hmm. Designers, um, if you have any questions, feel free to chat them in now. You can also, um, I'm popping a link to get samples immediately if you'd like. So those of you tuning in live, we're popping in a link on your screen that takes you to order samples. Um, For those of us, for those of you on our podcast, you can check out the episode description for the same link and you can register as a designer account for samples and for future snap breaks. So um, designers, any questions? No? I'm so excited. This product is great. We have samples in our library. Um, We love that it is a product made here in the Pacific Northwest out of 100% recycled content. That's great. Um, And it sounds like you could do so much with it. So why not? Um, Designers, if you think. Yeah, exactly. I love it. So designers, um, if you'd like to register for a future snack break, you can visit to the source.com or you can smash that register now button on the screen there. But in the meantime, Maddie, it was great chatting with you and I hope we get to do this again soon. Yeah, hopefully next time all the technical difficulties are not a thing. Right. We will we will get there. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. See you later, designers. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye.